these days we are all worried about our money, aren't we? And there are plenty of stories in the news that impact our wallet. So how do we figure it all out? How do we learn more about our options and our finances? We have something that might help you out with that, actually. For What It's Worth is a new one-hour show you'll find across the Chorus Radio Network on Saturday mornings. Joining us now to talk more about it is the host, Rabina Ahmed-Hawk, who's the host of For What It's Worth. And congratulations on the new show, Rabina. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. What can we learn by listening? What is it that you wanted to give to Canadians out there? You know, often we listen to business news and they use terminology that goes over most people's heads, even myself included. I'll watch business uh, television and it feels like they're not really talking to me. They're talking to, you know, rich people and how they can get richer. (laughs) And really what I want to do is I want to make it so that it's accessible to everybody. So no matter your financial situation, you're going to get something out of this show. You're going to walk away and say, you know what, I learned something about my money today. And it doesn't have to be something that's grand and you know, going to take a lot of work. It could be something very simple. For example, this week we have Matea Roach on. She is a 23-time Jeopardy winner, the, 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 the only Canadian to make it that far ever on that game show. And she came into a lot of money very quickly, a $760,000 Canadian. And I'm talking to her about how she's managing that. And so that really speaks to maybe those individuals who get a raise and they don't know how to deal with the fact that they're making more money all of a sudden, or maybe they inherit some money. Um, And also quite inspiring to hear how frugal she is. And so some sort of tips for those individuals who are trying to keep up with the Jones and do other things to show that even someone who could do it is still being quite frugal with her cash. Oh, that's so interesting because this is a really tough time for a lot of us, a lot of Canadians out there. What are you hearing from them? What are the biggest concerns do you think that that people have right now? The biggest concern is cost of living and it's the basics, right? It's the grocery store shop. It's the going to the gas station. We're getting sticker shock everywhere we go. And so Canadians, especially going into the holidays, are now worried about, you know, not just how are we going to buy everything that we need during this expensive holiday time, but how are we going to put food on the table? How are we going to pay our utilities when everything is going up? So really speaking to that um, and how to uh, manage, how to help Canadians through this time, how to find ways to, to save more money, how to be a little bit more savvy with the way that you are investing your money so that you're getting best return on investment on the cash that you are able to save. Those are the kinds of conversations I want to have. Are people nervous, do you think, right now about the markets and putting money in the markets? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of volatility. And in fact, the other guest that we have on this week is a financial advisor who will speak to whether you have $5,000 or $50,000 or $500,000, how you should be managing that cash the kinds of conversations that you should be having, whether you're uh, working with a professional or doing it yourself, and how we can ride out this recession. If you can afford to, the best advice always is not to get out of the market, but to stay in it. But that can be a a very difficult uh, piece of advice to follow when you open your account and you see it go up and down so dramatically. So we'll be speaking to him about, you know, what we can be doing with our money right now that's just going to make us financially more well in the future. Do you feel like, Rabina, perhaps with this particular economic situation, it's different this time because it's we can see it everywhere, right? Every time we go to the store, we can see it. 
You're absolutely right. Uh, the 2008-2009 uh, uh, housing crisis in the United States, which created a global recession, really did impact those individuals who had money invested in the market. So they saw their investments come down, and it took quite a while for those investments to come back. So sometimes it's hard to sort of feel sorry for, oh, well, you're not as rich as you used to be, and now you're just waiting for it to all kind of come back to you. But in this case, there wasn't as much sticker shock when it came to how much things were going up in price. In fact, prices actually fell in 2008, 2009 because we weren't buying anything. And so retailers were slashing their prices to get people through the door. But now because of the higher cost of uh, everything, so it costs companies more to truck stuff to you to the stores. It costs them more because wages are going up now um, a year over year faster than they have in 10 years. It costs them more to make those items for you through labor costs. They have no other choice but to pass those costs on to consumers. And so we are feeling it in our everyday spending. Uh, you know, you run to the grocery store and you can't believe how little you get for $50 yeah. when in some cases, you know, my entire grocery shop used to be $100 a few years ago, and now it feels like it barely just, you know, covers the snacks that my kids eat in a week. That is so true. You know, you walk away with two bags of groceries, and you're like, how did I pay that much money for just these two bags of groceries? Yeah, and I'm not even shopping at, you know, the really expensive posh grocery stores. I really do keep it pretty frugal and go to stores that offer you the deepest discounts. And they're, they're those prices, and in the, the, the thing for shoppers is that I'm, I'm the main shopper in my family. I know how much things cost, the average cost of, you know, apples, the average cost of this box of cereal that my kids eat. So I immediately see it that, wow, this used to be three ninety nine, now it's five ninety nine. You know, yeah. things have gone up pretty dramatically in price, and, and we feel it right away, and we have no other choice because if we want to continue to eat that way, we just have to pay those prices. Right, so you're going to break all that down for us, right, on Saturday mornings. Yes, hoping that for what it's worth is going to be some uh, source of, you know, inspiration to get people to spend their money differently, to hear stories from people who are inspiring, and to just get information that is accessible. So whether you're a teenager or a grandma, you're going to get something out of it. Uh, And just hear some really great, uh, you know, money stories from people, uh, because often I think that can inspire us when we hear about how others are managing um, and their situation may be similar to yours. Uh, how they're managing their money, it can, it can often inspire us to do better with ours. That is so true. All right, Rubina, thank you. Thank you for having me. So Rubina Ahmed Haq, who's the host of the new Chorus show, For What It's Worth, you can hear it on Saturday morning. She's a personal finance expert. She's going to be there to help you out.